Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, the award-winning podcast that is sometimes about neighbours. I am the host of Sarch JK, and today I have Adam with me. All right. As always, Adam's always here. Because always. Otherwise, otherwise, I'd just be talking on my own, and that'd be fucking horrendous. It would. I mean, I, I don't know if anyone's listening anyway, but if it was just <laughs> you chatting shit, fuck me, no one would be paying the subscription, would they? <laughs> not at all not at all do you know something that i learned recently well um, this could be anything this could be the sky is blue go on <laughs> so our friends at coastal news or should we friends. say rivals there we'll you talk, go yeah there we go we'll talk about that we'll we'll talk about that in a moment yeah i started off doing that on his own and then met sophie through chatting on social media on twitter and he was like you're really funny do you want to come on the podcast imagine if i'd done that Imagine if I just started a podcast and then about 40 episodes in, just gone, Adam, do you want to come on this? Like, um... I can't imagine how the first 40 episodes would have... You, you've said 40, like you would have lasted 40 <laughs> episodes just chatting shit by yourself. You can't last four minutes without me helping you out, so don't give me that <laughs> shit. Oh, man. I mean, Sarah Beaumont only, only lasted two, didn't she? So Who's Sarah I... Beaumont? Who's Sarah Beaumont? Uh, fucking whatever, whatever, what's her name in real life? Nicola Charles. Who's Nicola Charles? Nicola Charles. She exactly. Was so- exactly. Yeah, I, w- I would have liked to have beat her at least. I'd like to have done three. Uh, and then put out some real... I mean, I would, like, if you let me talk, I yeah. will eventually just put out some wild, wild theories and accusations. And- A lot of them offensive as well, so <laughs> yeah. that's, why, that's why we don't talk about Nicola Charles. First rule of podcasting, don't talk about Nicola Charles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So can we get her on though? Because I, I, I would still like to have a chat with her. Yeah, I mean, you know, why you know not? I like to do, you know, like I call you out on a lot of bullshit on here. That's part of my job, really. Mm. I would like, like, I'd just like her to spout some of her inane bullshit, and for me to go bullshit. <laughs> just play the music. I don't. I don't want to make a big deal out of it. I would just like, and I'd say, "Oh, right, sorry, no, we'll do it right this time." And then she'll come out with something else about the fucking president being a lizard, and I'll go bullshit. <laughs> I just like to keep doing it to her. Okay, she, well, she, I'm sure she's a nice girl, though. Can we get her on? Okay. Well, before we get into the neighbours, because again, this is a podcast sometimes about neighbours. We've got a little bit of admin to get through. One of them is coastal news, and one of them is a guest. Ooh, yeah. Could it? Could it be Nicola Charles? Stay tuned and you find out. So, first of all, Coastal News, we did our collaboration with them last week. We put our best show legend up, Harold Bishop, against their show legend, Irene Roberts, and we'd let them duke it out. And we let you, the listeners, duke it out on Twitter as well. I forgot to put up a Twitter poll, but Adam, thankfully, sorted it out for me. This is because we want to know which is the better Australian soap. Is it? It's the eternal question. A tale as old as time, neighbours are home and away. You cannot be both. You can't. So we put a poll up. They put a poll up. Um, and I believe the results are in. The results are in. And much like an American uh, election, you know, you mentioned Joe Biden before being a lizard. Uh, Whoa, we... I never said Joe was a lizard. Fuck you. I never <laughs> said that. It would explain a lot, though. <laughs> we are declaring ourselves the winners right now. It has been declared. If you were watching this live on Sky News or CNN or Fox News or all those ones where they think Joe Biden is a lizard, yep. you would be seeing it right across the bottom now. 
the neighborhood rewatch declared as the winners of the show legend because on our poll that we did on twitter thank you very much adam for doing that yeah uh, we got 54.2 percent of the votes it's close it's close but we won yeah and coast also did this is my favorite bit so i'm like that's nice i'm glad we won and and it's it was close on ours and that's cool and i'm it's nice to win of course it is and i'm glad we won our poll this is my favorite bit though what you're going to say next (laughs) So, Gustav News, excuse me, also did a poll. I'm too excited. Lizard's coming out. (laughs) They also did a poll. Uh, Who is better, Harold Bishop or Irene Roberts, with 50.8% of the vote, the winner was Harold Bishop. (laughs) So, here's the thing. So, it sounds like we're taking the piss a little bit. They get a lot, they got more votes than us because they oh, are yeah. more active on Twitter. They have got more like followers and interactions and stuff like that. And they're, and they're, they're on it with the Twitter. It's kind of new to us, mostly because we got kicked out and had to try and get back in. Um, so, um, they, they did have more people voting. However, on their own home and away coastal news poll, Neighbours won. <laughs> Harold Bishop won, and I don't think I'm wrong in saying we fucking won. <laughs> because everyone knows, everyone thinks when when you, you're stuck in life and you've got a hard decision and there's there's a cross junction, what should I do? Everybody thinks, what would Harold do? And I thought about this um, after our round one battle against Coastal News. You never brought up the fact we've done a, a thing saying Harold's the best, Harold's the best. And at no point during that podcast did you go, want to see my ass <laughs> With the tattoo on it. Why did that not come up? We, you know what? I think we're slipping, you know, because we are forgetting some good shit and not bringing I, it in. I forget I've got this tattoo all the time. Do you know, do you I, know how I can't even remember the last time I got my ass out for a guest at this point. <laughs> I can't remember. It must have been Emily Milburn, the last one. Oh, no, it might have been Ben Hall, actually. And that was over a year ago. It was the we last time Nicola Charles. I'm fast. <laughs> she usually talks out of her ass, so she'd probably be quite happy to see yours. But, yeah, I forget I've got this tattoo. And more importantly, my wife forgets I've got this tattoo as well. And then every now and again, like, I'll, you know, I'll get up to go to the toilet in the middle of the night or whatever, or I'll just be... I'll come out the shower and then she'll just look at me oh. and go, oh, I forgot you got that fucking stupid tattoo. Which one did she, was she talking about though? <laughs> it could be any <laughs> of them really. Could be any of them. There's, there's plenty to choose from. Uh, but yeah, mainly the tramp stamp that is on my back. That says, what will Harold do? And we know what he'd do. He'd fucking win. He'd fucking win because that's what he'd do. <laughs> yes. So we won. So that is round, round one to us because... I think I'm right in saying that we kind of did this one as a kind of, let's see how it goes. If people, Pilot, would you say? Yeah, it's like pilot. People, let's see the people's reaction. Let's see if we enjoyed doing it. Let's see if we won. Um, <laughs> and all those things have happened. We did win. We did enjoy doing it. Science and Sophie are proper cool and proper nice. So yeah. brilliant. Right, let's see, we'll see how, how, if they're still proper cool and proper nice now they're fucking big fat losers. But um, <laughs> No, we are going to do this again. We're going to do it again because people liked it and, and people across 
The Pond liked it, and people from both sides said, really enjoyed it. So we are going to do a second one, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that will be coming to you pretty soon. Uh, mm. We just need to nail down a date for that because, you know, we're busy. They're doing their thing. We're doing our thing. Uh, but yeah, it, honestly, the, the reaction to it online and the listens and the downloads, I, it, I, way beyond my wildest dreams of what the reaction we would have got from this. Yeah, cheers, everyone who listened yeah. to it. There is Thank another so one much. coming. Was... We'll tr- and we don't know if we're going to win again. Now, now, it's a, now it's on. The battles are on. We've only just begun, haven't we? Yeah, we've won the battle, but will we win the war? And this is a war. It is yeah. a war. Let's let's not let's not pussyfoot around this. This is an absolute war that will rage for fuck knows how long. Could be forever. We well, could no. be doing this. I don't want it? To do it. I, like I don't <laughs> want to commit to that. Like I don't know. Like how? Like ten? Should we do ten? Or does it have to be an odd number so that there must be a winner? I don't know. I suppose we'll find out as we go along. Come along with us for the ride. Come along with us. Let's go. Um, you said we were busy though, because so we haven't sorted out the date for that as yet. It is coming soon though. Um, why are we so busy? Because we have another exclusive announcement for you right now. We have done an interview with is, a guest. It is in the can. If it is, like it's ready to go. And when's it coming out? It is going to come out next Wednesday. Wednesday uh, the eighteenth. Wednesday the eighteenth. Right. Listening out for the announcement over the weekend. Yes, I, I want to say there is something coming. It is recorded. It is coming out next week. I don't want to say what it is because I like the video and I think the video is a good reveal. Is it Nicola Charles? There's only one way. Stay tuned to the socials, the Neighbourhood Rewatch, and you'll find out on Sunday. Uh, probably when you wake up Sunday morning. I think I've set the video to go out pretty early Sunday morning because I'm in work early Sunday morning. So... I think that I, I enjoyed doing it. I think it's a good one. Like I say, I think the video's it's a good one. A good uh, it's a good it, chat. We have it, got more in the pipeline. We are speaking to a few people. A few of them have confirmed. We are just working on the days and everything. Um, because we're not like we do the we watch the episodes, we talk about the episodes, but we're far, far much more than just that. We certainly are. I couldn't have said that better, Adam. Thank you. Shall we get to the inevitable, which is the neighbours? Yeah, because we did watch the episodes. We are going to talk about them. And this show sometimes is about neighbours. Sometimes. Sometimes it's about these episodes on Amazon Free Free V. I nearly called it Free We then. That's because... This is why we're never going to get the official nod, because you can't speak properly. (laughs) No, that's because Sai and Sophie got that in my head. They keep on calling it Amazon Shiwi. And now I'm as well. They've got in my head them too. They're in, they're in there. Even though we've won, they're in my head. They're in your head. I feel like they're you're living you, rent-free in there. You panic a bit, though, I feel like. I feel like you're a worrier. You're worrying about the next battle, the next event. I'm just I'm just riding this wave now. We've won <laughs> one. Just go out and do it again. Just go. <laughs> you, are, you very much back yourself, don't you, Adam? You've got to, because if you don't, who else will? <laughs> very true, very true. So we've watched these on Amazon Freebie in the UK. Uh Channel 10 in Australia and Amazon Prime. Uh, they've switched the, the times around. They're asking about a bit in Australia, aren't they? They are asking about it. They've, they've switched it back to 4pm and they've put the bold and beautiful back in where their place is. Yeah. Just fucking watch it. Just stream it online. That's what everybody does anyway. Just watch it. Yeah, stream it. You just watch it whenever you like. It doesn't matter watch what time things like. are on. But we've watched these. I've watched these every day. I do like watching these every day. I do like that kind of ritual of getting up in the morning, making yeah. a coffee watching a bit of Neighbours, or sometimes at work if it's quite quiet. I've done that before now. 
Why not? You can watch it whenever you want. You yeah, got iPads and big TVs. Just just whack it on. Why not? Uh, but yeah, episodes 8,916 to 19, we have watched. First thing I want to talk to you today about, Adam, is Misha Barton. Uh, can't remember a character's name, but she's... Reese. Reese. Sounds like Mish, to be honest. Uh, I'm, I guarantee you as well, if you go back and watch these last, however many episodes it was... Four. Any more than that would be mental. At one point, someone would have called Misha by accident. I guarantee that would have happened. Okay, this isn't about Misha Barton, but I'm going to say this very quickly because it fits in with that. Did they mix up Mel and Nell during these this week's episode? Because I was only half paying attention, which does sometimes happen. But it sounded like when they were towards the end of the week, you were mixing the names up. It might have been probably. me not paying attention, but it just seemed a bit shit. Yeah, probably. I mean, it was, it, it's not great having two characters so close to in names. No, not that... Uh, pretty much going to be involved in each other's storylines the whole time. I wouldn't have done that. No, definitely not. But yeah, uh, Misha Barton, let's talk about. So, ah, shit, I've just lost my notes. It's okay. So she's bought Byron a present because they're back on now. Yeah. They, were, they, were, they weren't shagging last week, but they've started shagging again this week. Why weren't they shagging last week? Was it just kind of, oh, you're a, a, you're a rich socialite kind of girl and I'm just this lowly former gigolo? Was it that the reason? Was there not really a reason? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. It was that reason. But by the end of the week, like, oh, I really miss shagging you. And then yeah, yeah. she's like, yeah, I really miss shagging you as well, to be honest. Hmm. Uh, because some say you're really good at this. Some say you could be a professional at this at some point because you're that good at it. Uh, so she bought Byron a present. It's a very nice green jumper from, yeah. I can't remember what the place, I don't know if it's a real place. I don't, it's something like Maybury or something. So it sounded, because yeah. I remember thinking, is, are they doing Burberry, but Maybury or something? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's a real place or not. You'd have to ask someone who's Australian, if only we knew someone. Yeah, I could have done that really, couldn't I? Mm. But never mind. I do. I am into my jumpers at the moment. I'm really liking what my. What do you mean you're into jumped jumpers at the moment? I'm just weird thing to say. I think. <laughs> can you be into jumpers? I think. Well, if if you can be, I I am. What do you mean in- you're into jumpers? Are you new to the jumper? Yeah, a little bit. I've always been, as Adam has decried many times on this show. I am a bit of a casual shirt guy. Uh, okay. I've got actually, right, I've got... right, right, right. You're paraphrasing there a little bit. <laughs> I my my go-to thing with you is you wear you wear weird shit in weird situations. Is what you do. Some of your clothes are normal, like a t-shirt is a normal garment that a lot of people, I believe, would wear. You will wear it if you go skiing. You do stupid things at stupid times, and no one knows why. So. Pro, like you would wear a jumper in a heat wave or something. I don't want to like, but it is getting a bit nippy now over here. Obviously in Australia, it's getting nice again. Over here, it is getting a bit cold. It's getting a bit darker and you've gone jumpers. Yeah, I feel like that's, because I've got loads of casual shirts. Like my, my wardrobe is stuffed with those. I don't need any more of those, but I have been thinking, do you know what? A couple of nice jumpers yeah. really set off my look this autumn. And Whoa. And not only the look, they're also really comfy as well. Yeah. So I have discovered jumpers over the jumpers. last couple of weeks. Are you... So, a couple of questions then. Um, are you going, like, crew neck or are you going V-neck jumper? Mm, no, I feel V-neck 
is a bit too much, and that's me saying that. So you right. Know. Well, that worries me straight away. If you've said a V-neck jumper's too much, says the man with a fucking pair of white glorious gangster shorts and a fucking cowboy hat. What the <laughs> fuck's wrong with a V-neck jumper? You've worn V-neck t-shirts before, surely. I have, and I do. You have... had a V-neck t-shirt that was like J Lo's dress that went all the way down to wherever wherever it went. I do. I also, when I wear these casual shirts as well, I do like a deep V on them. So, like, I won't button them all the way up. Like, oh, some people... why? What are you doing? I mean, I've got a fairly decent chest. It's it's shaved as you... Who's told you this? <laughs> this is Simon. This is what Simon Cowell says. <laughs> I've, I like a deep V in a casual shirt, but I don't think that should define my jumper look. So I've gone just for the ring neck jumpers. Okay. Um, what sort of material we're thinking about? The best kind of material. Are you going full I... cashmere sweater? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't want to be arsing around with polyester and all that kind of stuff. Okay. If I'm going to be wearing a jumper, I want some Egyptian cotton, some cashmere. Are you wearing a t-shirt underneath? What are you wearing underneath? No, or no. Shirt I like... underneath. You wearing shirt like a button-down shirt jumper? No, I want to feel. I want to feel the jumper on my body. What if it's like a woolen, like wool material on bare skin? That's that's gonna that's gonna itch, surely. No, because it's you're new to the jumper. I'm not a, I'm not a jumper connoisseur by any means. I've worn the odd jumper in my time. I look pretty good in a jumper, but I worry that you've not thought this through. No, I feel like I have because if I'm gonna wear a nice, I, this is why I've gone for nice jumpers because I want to feel that nice jumper against my skin. Right. So. If I go for this nice... is what women say when they buy silk underwear. What's wrong with you? I say women, anyone. Silk underwear is <laughs> fucking brilliant. Um, <laughs> why? why? Why are you making this like a sensory thing? Are you? So it's not just the look. You said you were doing it for the look. You're doing it to to feel oh, something. Yeah, exactly. At my age, I want to look good and also be comfortable. So comfort. Right. Here's the thing with the comfortable thing. So obviously, back in the day, when when you went out on a a night such as this, it's a bit cold, it's a bit grim, it's a bit wet. You won't wear a coat. People wouldn't wear coats. If you're going out for a few beers or yeah. to, you know, to meet um, a member of the fairer sex or for a dance or something, you wouldn't take a coat. I can't remember why. You just wouldn't take a coat. No. Well, because you'd have to then deal with the check-ins at nightclubs, which were fucking horrendous because, A, you'd have to pay. Yeah. I mean, if you were lucky, it was a quid and you get a ticket, which you'd instantly fucking lose. Yeah. Instantly, because you're like, oh, ticket, I don't know. Oh, I'll put that in my back pocket where all my cash is. The second you get to the bar and you pull out your fucking wallet, ticket's gone. There's always a massive queue. There's always a massive queue. I hate queues. Queues are worse than what's something that's really bad. Nicola Charles. Queues are worse. (laughs) Uh, I I was going to say putting your feet up putting your dirty feet up on tables. And there's a reason I'll say that and we'll get to that later. Is putting your feet up on dirty tables worse than wearing trainers on the sofa while you're just sitting in your your house? I think it might be. Okay, so back in the day, we're talking about comfort then. We are on a fucking tangent special today. (laughs) Can you tell not much? We didn't like neighbours this week, everyone. Um, So I was thinking about the comfort thing and that's why I brought up the coat story for no reason in particular. now I always have a coat. I, you said of, we're at the age now where we, we uh, factor in the comfort a little bit more. I'll always wear a coat now or I'll dress for comfort. I don't need to impress anyone. I don't, I don't care anymore. 
So I will go out and wear a coat if it's raining. Will you still check that coat in to the, the coat check? No, I don't even know if the coat check-in's a thing anymore. I don't really go to those kind of places. But I'll just wear my coat. Then I'll take off my coat and just, like, hold my coat or, like, put it on the side. I, I, I would rather know it at, that end of the, at the end of the night that I've got a coat. <laughs> and then you're going to be nice and warm when you get out. Yeah. I mean, I mean that shows how much we've grown, I suppose, over the years. Because yeah, the, like the coat check thing was not, and there was always the worst people at the coat check as well. There was yeah, always the people on the coat check were the people who couldn't be trusted to fucking clean up sick. <laughs> this is what we're dealing with, and they were absolutely selling your coats on as well. Like if you had a nice label in there, if they're like, "Oh fuck me, this is cashmere," that coat's getting. That what do you get lost? What oh. do you think? What do you think if they had a Maybury coat? Oh, mate, that straight away. That's getting that's getting put in the staff room and someone's working on with that. Did later. you see? Did you clock the price of that Maybury jumper that Misha Barton bought? It was a ridiculous amount. I'd nobody ridiculous. ever spend that amount of money on a green jumper. So you've said you're into jumpers. You've also said you want a quality jumper. If you're going to wear a jumper, get a good jumper. Would you ever, in your right fucking mind? Spend three and a half grand on a green jumper. That's ridiculous. I'd say maximum that should ever be spent on a jumper is 30 quid. <laughs> what fucking cashmere jumpers are you getting? <laughs> you can get second-hand cashmere jumpers. Off There's... the homeless man behind the club. <laughs> I'll do you a swap. That's I'll do you a I swap. Them. I go to the nightclub. Yeah. I go around the back to the coach check and go, got any good stuff? It's 30 quid. What have you got for me? And he's like, I've got this nice cashmere jumper. And I'm like, thank you very much. Sold. I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much he's spent on this fucking jumper. Three and a half grand. Three and a half grand. And it makes Byron feel like a whore. It does. <laughs> he's like, I can't believe someone's bought me this three and a half grand jumper. I'd have been happy with a 30 quid one. Yes. But now this rem- this reminds me of the time my clients used to buy me nice things. Here's the and thing, this- because we're old as well now, I still like to like look, I don't know, my own my own look kind of thing. I wear clothes that I like, and if something I, I really like, I might spend a little bit more money on it because I like it. But you but you can buy a jumper that's the same as that for thirty pounds. There's no need to buy that jumper. Yeah, I don't think it's kind of like some sunscreen, right? So like SPF 30 to SPF 50, there's like such a minimal percentage gain in the protection you're getting from 30 to 50 that it's basically pointless. It's like such a marginal, like 0.0% gain. You don't have to pay more for Factor 50, do you? It's like the same. Yeah, no, no, I think you pay more for Factor 50, but like the gain that you get from that is so minimal, it's not worth the extra money. Right, this is a a recurring theme, and I'm not saying we should call the episode this because we shouldn't, but you were talking before we came on air about wine and how... Oh well, it, mine's mine's twelve percent alcohol, and if it's fourteen percent, that makes a big difference. It makes a big difference, does it though? But because you're saying that makes a big difference, but now you're saying for fucking sun cream that it doesn't. I feel like you're picking and choosing <laughs> with your rules. I am a little bit, but I feel like I'm justified. So the SBF thing, 
minimal gain, 30 to 50. Wine, 12.5% red wine to 14.5% red wine is a big fucking difference when you wake up in the morning and how your head feels. is a massive, massive difference. If you don't believe me, try it over two nights. I know, it's so. just the weekend, Friday night, Saturday yeah. night, drink a 14.5%, see how you feel Saturday morning. Saturday night, drink a 12.5% red wine, see how you fucking feel the next morning. I guarantee you, you will feel fucking better on waking up Sunday morning after drinking that 12.5% red wine. Are you also suggesting that people should go and sit on the sunbed for a full fucking 10 hours with the, just factor 30 on and then factor 50 and see how much cancer you actually get? Is that what you're now asking? That is not my area of expertise, so I would not. That's not your area. No, my expertise is jumpers and wine. Jumpers and wine. (laughs) Jumpers and wine. And the point I'm slowly, slowly arriving at is that the difference between the 30 quid jumper and a three and a half fucking grand jumper is not worth the money in between. I don't think, I think you will get marginally more enjoyment from a three and a half grand jumper than, than you would a 30 quid one. Do you get enjoyment from jumpers? I do, especially when you have a walking wood. (laughs) He's really into jumpers at the moment, guys. (laughs) So, yes. uh, He feels like a whore after this. And he's like, he he speaks to Haz because we all, this is slightly intertwined in the story as well. So, Haz's dog is a bit of a shit. Uh, Is it Trenton? Trevor. Trevor, Trevor the dog, is a bit of a shit. He's fucking torn up the, the cushions. Yeah. He's got hairs in everyone's fucking lattes at work. He's got separation anxiety. And he's also tired. He's also teared up Byron's stripping tie. I'm just going to assume it's a stripping tie. It's a tie that one of his former clients bought him, a bit like the jumper. Yeah. It's not stripping tie. It's not fucking Velcro. And he rips it off like fucking, what's he called, the policeman, Andy Rodwell. Andy Rodwell? Andy Rodwell, correct. Andy Rodwell, there we go. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's also described one of Byron's ties. The thing, he keeps that, they've, they've now diagnosed this dog and this wound me up. Like, the dog's ripping shit up. Yeah, you left it in a house by itself. The dog's dropping hairs in lattes. Yeah, you took it to a coffee shop. It's a dog. <laughs> this isn't like, and they've made it sound like the dog's depressed or separation anxiety or whatever. If you leave a dog on its own, it might do that. Yeah, it might get bored and miss its owner. Yeah. So if you this is a little thing. If you've if you want to get a dog, um, don't have a job where you are away from that dog all day, pretty yeah. much every day. And then it like, are we are we moving on to this storyline? Are we done with Misha about? And I feel like there's a lot more Misha to do. There wasn't with me much to do. Let's but very quickly say. Into... Let's very quickly say that they come to the um, realization the people who live in this house. I don't, I'm not sure who lives in this house. It's it's Paz, Byron, and Mackenzie. Does Holly live in this house? No. No, Holly okay. does not live in that house, but she fucking treats it as her own house. She fucking does, cheeky bitch. So them three are living in this house. It's getting trashed, whatever. And then they say something like, and Holly's in on this, and Sadie's in on this. They say, oh, maybe we should check in on the dog. <laughs> what a fucking great idea well done it's a dog it needs people to look after it and feed it and walk it and just like love it and stuff don't just leave it in a fucking house or the back room of a cafe you dicks I know a dog is not just for a reboot it's, it's not right. well done I like that <laughs> <laughs> and, but you're right it's, it's like 
Mackenzie's had this thought for the first time. Oh, maybe I should check on that dog that also lives in the house that I do. Yeah. And then they realize that, oh, fuck, the dog's not here. They're like, shit, the dog's run away. Has your dog's run away. I'm so sorry. I can't believe it. And he's like, nah, it's actually in the cafe. It's been here all the time. That's why everyone, that's why everyone's been getting hairs in their lattes. And she's like, oh, well, there we go. That's the end of that storyline then. They've sorted it. Everyone knows about the dog in the cafe now. That sounds like one of your children's books, Dog in a Cafe. (laughs) Coming soon. Uh, also, while we speak, while we're speaking about Holly Highland, uh, I said that she acts like she lives at this house. There was one scene in this in this whole week that really fucking riled me up. I already can tell. I don't know what this is at all. But even though you haven't told me, and all you've said is that, I can tell you are annoyed about this. I'm really annoyed. The about whole demeanor has changed. It has. So Holly Highland chilling out with you know with her mates and whatever. She's chilling out. So they're in the back garden. They've got a fucking swimming pool. It's Australia, the fucking weather's nice all the time. It, that, and that's a fact. Um, she's got her feet up on the table. And not only that, and I don't want to sound like a pervert here. Well, I feel, I feel like that's a bit late. I feel like that's shit, but that's already failed, my friend. Yeah the, yeah, the horses have already shot the gate on this one. Did you see the state of her feet? No, mate. They were fucking filthy. And I... She's outside. She's Yeah, she is outside. But get your fucking feet off the table if you don't live there. What kind of table is it? I imagine it was just a white plastic table. I think it might have been a glass one. But she had a dirty ass feet just chilling on the table. I'm assuming they eat outside there all the time. Because again, they're in Australia. It's nice. You eat outside. Fact. Fact. She's got a dirty ass feet on the table. And at no point does anybody go, do you want to get your fucking feet off the table? You don't live here. Like, this is, we this is really what riled you up, hasn't it? It has really riled me up. And I'm like, I, this, I was in a halfway house here. Did I like Holly Highland or not? There's, you want to like her because there's a little bit of, there's a, there's a spirit of the OG Summer Highland there, friend of the show. Well, and- this is, this is um, it's a dodgy word, this. Um, and in some places in England, it means one thing. In Australia, I think it means a different thing to what I'm going to say. Um, but she's she's got a lot of spunk, <laughs> I think. Holly Highland, she's a bit she's yeah. a bit of a she's a bit of character, isn't she? But I don't. I mean, we can maybe ask Marissa this next time we get her on. Would she just wholeheartedly put her feet on a glass table in a house that she doesn't live in? I don't think she would. What I can imagine her doing is if someone put their feet on her glass table, she would <laughs> fucking let them know about it. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing that annoyed me as well. Not Haz, not Mackenzie, not Sadie. Not, I think Byron was probably shagging Misha, so he, he, he was preoccupied. Not anybody just went, get your fucking feet off the table. Imagine if I'd come round to your house, Adam, and done that. Imagine if I showed up with... We decided to have a nice night together, me and you. We'd ordered a takeaway. I've yeah. dumped it all over the plate. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of that meal, and you've got a nice little, you've got one of those nice little low tables in your lounge. Yep. I've decided just to put my bare feet on your table. Bare feet are not, I'm not a fan of bare feet at all anyway. And here's exactly. the thing with bare feet on neighbours. Like there was a little bit of a kerfuffle online on the socials when this is a couple of weeks back 
when Toadie was mis- massaging to raise oh. his feet. People were not happy about this. Oh, People this was happening as well. Every scene of Toadie and Therese is on the sofa and he's massaging her feet. Every single one. Is I don't he... want to see that. No, I mean, like, what? We don't kink shame on this show. We, <laughs> we don't kink shame. Whatever you are into, as long as everybody is in agreement with what's happening, fucking go for it. Yeah. But do you think one of these directors has got a bit of a Quentin Tarantino foot fetish thing going on here? I think quite possibly. And here's the thing, we don't kink shame, but I, I would put this foot massaging, I, I, I'd have that as a, as, a shot, as, as a straight no. And before some of the other things that are absolutely disgusting, I'd give some of those other things a try. <laughs> this, I'd, I would have to draw, I'd be like, nah, drawing the line. I'm not doing it. I just like you said we don't kink shame but like if this certain director or cinematographer or whatever has got a bit don't throw it in our fucking faces this is what annoyed me about Quentin Tarantino films he throws it in your face he's like oh I like feet here's Uma Thurman's I just want to watch I just want to watch fucking murder 20 people thank you yeah that's not the cool part of that film and it's not (laughs) the I'll be honest it's not the best looking part of Uma Thurman I'm not (laughs) half about feet I want to strutting around or on the back of a motorbike and then, like you say, just fucking chopping bits off. <laughs> Preferably feet. Just... Oh, yeah, definitely. Just lobbing them straight off. Oh, what the fuck were you talking about? This is a fucking... This is all over the show, isn't it? Do you remember when you mentioned Misha Barton? <laughs> Shit. Oh, uh, yeah, I've not even got to the main crux about Misha Barton what yet. What's Misha Barton been up to? <laughs> So they're back shagging again. She's back the jumper. She he thinks he's a whore again because he used to get lots of expensive gifts and things like that. Have you ever got an expensive gift and gone, feel a bit like a male prostitute? Uh, no. No, I haven't. <laughs> never. Never. Well, there you go. That kills that conversation. <laughs> I've never even got a £30 jumper. So I mustn't, be, I mustn't have the skills that Harvey J has. Yeah, Harvey J, because Paul Robinson, the bastard that he is, he's he's seen him in the lift and gone, well, he's got, they both look disheveled. He's got lipstick marks all over yeah. his shirt. I'm going to have a look on CCTV what happens. I don't think you should have CCTV in lifts. I don't know. If, is that a bit, I don't know. Should you? Is yeah, that I think you can hard? do. Because if, like, it's a bit of a, probably a bit of a health and safety kind of thing. If someone yeah, has maybe. a heart attack in a lift and it's close, like, yeah. Stuff like that. I, I, I'm, I'm Fair enough. That. Fair enough. I used to work in a place that had CCTV in the toilets, which I always felt was no, massive. That, what is this place? Because that is the dodgiest thing I've heard since the foot massage. I know. I know. And just again, I'm, I'm not out of myself. As well. I did not install these cameras just before. <laughs> anyway. The place isn't your house. <laughs> like, you couldn't see anybody. Like, you Oh, shit. You couldn't see into the stalls. Uh, I'm defending myself too vigorously here. You couldn't see into the stalls or anything, but you could, like, see, like, where, like, people put their make, like, the mirrors and the the, the sinks and stuff like that. You could see that bit. Right. And I always thought that was a bit... No, it's a bit dodgy. I don't like that. It's a bit weird. But, yeah, Paul, he has a look on the, the, uh, the elevators on the CCTV on there, and he sees him getting it on in the lifts can't keep their hands off each other and he's like right i've got fucking 
I've got a one up here on me because he's always looking for a one up on someone, isn't he, Paul Robinson? Well, he is in the new chapter. I remember watching the finale and thinking, what a nice guy. He's found the love of his life. He's sorted it all out. He's turned over a new leaf. He's rekindled um, his, his relationships with all his family members, albeit over Zoom. Back in the new chapter, back to being a cunt, which is <laughs> fine by me because <laughs> God loves a cunt. Yeah, he certainly does. So he's like, perfect. I've got a one up on Misha. So he drops the bombshell. That, yeah, Byron did used to go by the name of Harvey J. What do you think the J standed for? JK. <laughs> he went by the name of Harvey JK. And he was, he was a gigolo. He was just gigoloing about, wasn't he? Just gigoloing about. So Misha Barton's fucking really cut up about this. Because she has said multiple times, and she always makes this point. She's like, hey, hey. Our time together is really special. She said that line about six times now. I don't one. know if that's on purpose or she just keeps on running the same lines again by accident. Uh, so, yeah, she's fucking heartbroken by this. And she's like, I can't believe it. He was just, he, he conned that green jumper out of me. That's what he wanted. He didn't want me. He wanted the green jumper. He wanted to see what the, the quality difference would be from the 30 quid ones to the three and a half grand ones. So he's done me here. Uh, Byron's pretty upset about this as well. Gets very pissed with Heidi Highland. What What did you think of um, his portrayal of pissed up? Because I think being pissed up is hard. It's hard to do it right, I think, on the screen um, without coming across like just it not really working. I think um, crying is obviously hard on camera. Mm -hmm. People can do that, but I imagine that's pretty hard. I'm not an actor. Um, I feel like sometimes laughing is hard as like doing acting because you've got easier a fake laugh because that's very noticeable. But I think being pissed is the hardest. What do you what did you make of him being pissed? I think yeah, I think there's only one actor who's ever done pissed well on screen. Oh, go on. And I'd say that is Johnny Depp. He's the only person who convincingly is pissed most of the time. Okay, so Captain Jack Sparrow. Johnny mm -hmm. Depp, he isn't pissed for a lot of that, but has that kind of, he is oh. a bit pissed, isn't he? But then when yeah. he gets pissed with Keira Knightley on the beach and he's fully pissed, I think he's brilliant. And here's the, I'm going to be controversial and people might not be ready for this. Ooh. I think Byron was pretty good. Oh, wow. Well, I, I, I thought, no, no. I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't, the, it wasn't the greatest thing of all time, but I thought, yeah, okay, I quite like that because he did something. And I think whenever people are pissed, if people, people should always do this because pissed people, I don't know if I've read this somewhere or I heard this somewhere, pissed people a lot of the time try to act like they're not pissed. Yeah. And he did that a little bit because there's one moment, he, he like, like, I think, is he with Holly Highland or something? Yeah, he's and with she's Holly, kind yeah. of She's kind of walking him, he's holding on to her and he kind of falls off a step. And he kind of looked around like, whoa, did you just push me? Like, it was, it was a bit like, he was like, whoa, hang on, are you all right? Yeah, there's and, nothing wrong with me here. It's your yeah, fault. Are you okay? Um, <laughs> and I was like, yes, I quite liked it. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, well, I, 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 don't, I didn't really have an opinion on it, to be honest. But because uh, the thing that annoyed me was, so he's pissed and he's with Holly Highland, who's probably the worst person to be with, P, with piss because she's, 
because she's not very tall, so she's not going to be able to hold you up. Well, she's scrappy. Well. She's full of spunk, don't you think? Like, yeah, true, true. And that did that did manage to carry Byron most of the way. And he sees Misha, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I fucking love you." Under the Claire, my love, he just did stupid drunk. Yeah, thing. that was a bit strange. His love, that was a bit stupid. And and everybody sees it, and they're like, "Ah, oh, them two are shagging." Uh, but then the next scene, he's sobered up straight away. She's like, "Oh, get the cunt a cut, get the cunt a coffee." And he's drinking a coffee in the next scene, which is stupid. You should not drink coffee when you're pissed. Do you know? That is a fucking terrible idea. What, what's your go-to hangover cure? Imagine you've had, like, not not 12% wine, because that would do fuck all. Imagine you've had, like, a 14% wine. What are you? What's your hangover remedy? <laughs> so I've woke up in the morning, and I'm like, fuck me, I've drunk a 14.5% Bordeaux. Should not have done that. I feel terrible. What is going to make me think... What is going to make me feel better? And it's called. <laughs> I don't, it's I don't know you're going with it now. I'm scared. It's, 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 it's a mnemonic, shall you say. So, like, when you. to help remember stuff. Yeah. And it's called a WBB. Uh, and it stands for Wank, Brew, Bath. Those three things sort you straight out, straight away. They, they make you feel better off after a hangover. Fucking hell. A little <laughs> insight there. <laughs> It doesn't. The thing with the mic, it doesn't have to be in that order. You can do whatever order you want, but those three things will total up to feeling a lot better. You like a bath, though, don't you? I do love a bath. Even when I'm not hungover, I like a bath. I also like a brew when I'm not hungover as well. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but Byron's had the coffee, so and he's sobered straight up. You straight all right, don't he? He does straight, like, you would not sober up that fucking quick. When he was that pissed in the previous scene, you would not. Well, that's the thing again, now talking about being older and that, I don't want to talk to anyone the next day. The next day is a complete write-off now if I've had anything. Exactly. It takes you, you know, it must, I imagine it takes you all day to get to those three things. Yeah, I do, yeah, most definitely. Because <laughs> No, I was going to tell a story. <laughs> Forget it. No, we'll save that one. Um, yeah, Byron seems all right. Yeah, he's fine. And he has a proper heart-to-heart with Misha as well in that scene. He's like, listen, yeah, I did used to be a gigolo. Quit. You bought me that jumper. It did make me feel, but I was going to tell you. And let's. And she's like, listen, yeah, I've been fucking divorced twice now. So we've all got a past. Here's let, the thing let's start. It. So Paul's dropped him in it here because he's, he's tried to get one over on him. Here's the thing, and this is where... Does it make sense? Paul asked... Byron, and I think these were the words, to get close to Misha Barton. Mm. That was the whole plan. It was yeah. to get close to Misha Barton so he can, like, because he sees that Misha Barton likes him at some point, and he's like, oh, she likes you. We'll use this. Get in there. Like, you, like, yeah, he actively encouraged her yeah. to shag her. So all he did was see them getting on a bit, like, not shagging in the lift. They're just, like, passion. I think that's what Australia Yeah, it did. was not loving an elevator. So... Why is the why is he then gone? Whoa, hang on. When really he actually said to do that. I think this once again is one of those things where the, someone has written something and someone else hasn't watched that episode. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> make sense. Carrying on the thread. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, because he got exactly what he wanted. Yeah, and you could be just like, "Well done, Byron. Keep getting me, in, keep pumping her for information." Yeah. 
So he could, like, he could still say, ah, he's a fucking gigolo to Misha Barton, fine. But he didn't have to kick, because he kicks off with Byron and says, and Byron says, oh, but are you going to fire me? And Paul's like, no, you'll wish you were fired. Like, he's going to give him a load more shit. But it's like, well, he's, that doesn't really make any sense that you that, that would yeah. happen. Yeah, it really doesn't as well. Because he's like, oh, you're going to double agent me. And he's like, no, that was, that was the fucking mm. assignment you gave me. Yeah, so this is the long like we've we've we're still on the first storyline of the day. Uh, <laughs> sorry, everyone. This we're is forty-five gonna... minutes in. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, so Misha Barton, they're they're getting it. Misha Barton finally comes around. She's like, oh, you used to shag all these other people. Um, I've got loads of money. Um, should we just have a normal relationship? Because I quite like you. And then Byron says, yeah. I quite like you as well. I mean, their time together is very special. And she's sticking around. So at one point she was leaving, and one point she wasn't. At one point she was on the phone to her dad. Like there's all there's a, there's obviously we're not going to get into all that again, but we are still waiting on the Sinclairs. A mum gets a mention in these week. This these yeah, like, well, and she I, spots someone at some point with blonde hair. Like I imagine um, there's a lot of people with blonde hair. There's probably a few on this actual show, um, but she sees someone from the back across the Lasseter's whatever car park, and she's like. She goes like she she stops blonde hair. It's like she's seen a ghost, someone from a past, maybe probably a mum or a sister or some shit like that. Um, and she just stops now. If she is starting to stop and get a fucking weird look on her face every time she some sees someone with blonde hair, she's gonna struggle. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm gonna make a prediction right here. Love it, go. Because when she because they later go to the beach. Yeah. Uh, they got a nice little day in the beach because Byron wants to take her on a proper Aussie day. He's like, oh, I've seen your life, you know, hotels, fucking fancy jumpers. How about I show you my life? And on, while they're talking on the beach, she's like, yeah, my dad's got a wife in each port, basically. So I've got a mother-in-law in uh, in Australia. Is that what she says? Yeah, that's what she says. Well, so know, I, I had tuned out by then. Yeah, so I think it's the mother-in-law. I think that's who she thinks she's seeing is the mother-in-law. Okay. That's who we're going to get down the line. Do you want to talk about their day at the beach? We should. Byron's like, right, you're going to see my slice of life. Uh, no, no fancy dresses for you today. No designer gear. You're going to wear possibly some of the most offensive clothing this side. What do you of- mean offensive? Do you mean offensive as in shit? Or do you mean actually offensive? Actually offensive. This is where I think you got carried away and a little bit too precious. No, so they bring her out in a little bucket hat and an Australia t-shirt and go, yep, you're ready for a day in Australia. This is what all Australians wear. Yeah, but you could go to New York and wear an I love New York t-shirt. That's like a thing, isn't it? That's not offensive. That's just you're on your holidays. If you go on holiday, if you go to, like, if you... You can you can wear local like local merch like you buy a t-shirt if you go to a gig you buy yeah. a t- like if I went to a gig and bought their t-shirt that said their name on it people won't go oh you're taking the piss they'd be like oh you're in, you're at that gig you're wearing that t-shirt what's the problem it's clearly not clothes that she'd wear just like you don't just because you're having a day of buying you know this she, is what Byron does like, t-shirt you don't have to wear a bucket hat which she's guaranteed she's never wore a bucket hat in her life before and you don't have to wear an, a, t- a, stri- a t-shirt that says Australia on it Sean Arrowdies Amy Kangaroo Down or whatever it fucking said on there it just um, said Australia that's the country she's in and I've been to Australia I've been to Australia 
At no point did I wear an Australia t-shirt. Or well, you had your own t-shirt. She doesn't. But she's fucking loaded. She she buys clothes for fucking fun. Just just wear your normal clothes and go to the beach. Just say, listen, we're going to the beach. You might want to wear stuff that's appropriate for beach. By the way, don't wear a fucking bucket hat and an Australian t-shirt because you'll look like a massive cunt. I think the bucket, bucket hat will look quite endearing. No. You might as well put a fucking corks on it and string. Whoa, hang on. It was. It, I, I thought it was massively. Keep the sun off her face. She hasn't got what she She's probably. Thought, is the thing what she probably thought was right. There's not a lot of difference between the twenty percent, the twenty factor, the fifty. So I'll, I'll just cut out the middleman and wear a fucking hat. I say fair play to the girl. Well done. <laughs> You, you say this is a good week of neighbours. I thought it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Wow. What I've realised at this stage is it's never going to be good. So <laughs> if it's not that bad, kind of a win. You'll take that. Yeah. All the way to the bank. Fair enough. So next storyline I want to talk about is the possible school closure. Fucking hell. So this is where we finished last week. Um, Jane is back. Um, she's back, but she's not happy, mostly because her fiance is going to die in a motorcycle incident in a, probably about a week or two. Um, so Therese has kind of put her name down to own yeah. the land and get rid of the school. I don't think it would work quite as easily as that, where they'll knock down a school. I think we mentioned that last time, but at this stage, there's no sign of this stopping. Jane is pissed off. Uh, Therese is a bit, mm, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. Because um, apparently it's a thing that they're not getting enough people signing up to come to the school. So they might have to shut the school. Jane is excited in these four episodes because at one point, JJ and Dex will get to that, join the school. And she says, oh, we've had two new people. We might not have to shut the school. <laughs> it, will, it will not work like that, Jane, I'm afraid. Yeah. For these two cunts, now we've tipped it. All we needed was two more. Yeah, and here they are. Here um, they are. They need but, some teaching. So, I don't know. This is this has wound me up a little bit, just because I think it's done in a really bad way, and a lot of this doesn't make sense. So, what what's the deal? Do you, have you got some notes on this one? What are you going to say? I have got some notes. So, yeah, Therese is kind of on the fence. At first, she's like, listen... It, Jane, if you want me to withdraw my interest and everything, I will yeah. fucking do it. Like, yeah. I will lose money on this, whatever. If you, that's what you want me to do, that's what you want me to do. And Jane's like, nah, I just, I'd just rather be mad at you. So I'm just going to do that. And then Teresa's like, well, fuck you then. So if Therese if basically just, says, if I don't, someone's buying it, so it might as well be me. And yeah, might, yeah. a nice idea for, I think it's a retirement village or something. She's got like a nice idea for it. Um, yeah. Jane's like, nah, fuck you. Yeah, so Teresa's like, well, fuck you then as well. I'll just go yeah. around doing what I was doing because I didn't know about this. So, and it seems fine. If no cunt's showing up to this school, if you're getting excited about two fucking new people showing up out of nowhere, Stupid. then this school's fucking doomed. And then Susan, even Susan's like, yeah, it'll be sad, but if there's no cunt showing up to this, then what's the fucking point? So, yeah, uh, Guy, oh, Guy Pierce calls, by the way, while this is all going we, on. You said, you said we'll never hear from Guy Pierce again. He rings up never. Sam, his daughter. We don't hear him. We don't see him no. or anything. She's and goes off to the next room and then comes back in the scene a minute later 
not on the phone. At <laughs> no point does Guy go, can I talk to Jane while I've called you? You know, because you live in the same house and I'm madly in love and I'm about to marry her. Can I just have a quick chat with you? Even if it's just to say, I love you. I've just called to say, I love you. Well, we owe him a quid again now. Stop doing that. <laughs> Sorry, Stevie. <laughs> uh, yeah, doesn't, yeah. Not interested. Not interested at all. We will never, never hear another <laughs> peep out of this man again. Um, to, but Therese is like, oh, fuck you, Jane. I'm going to start making some goodwill in the community here. So she goes to Carl, who's doing nothing. Uh, and she's like, do you want a new practice? You won't have to do anything and you'll have two people are doing all the fucking work for you and you'll get loads more money than you're earning now. And he's like, yeah, fucking sign me up. Well, Fantastic. Tra- well he tries to p- play it. It's very obvious that he's up for doing this. He doesn't oh, say yeah, yeah. he is, but it's very obvious. He's like, well, fuck yeah, of course. I've n- Did you not watch last week? I fucked it up with Susan, so I've got no money. Um, she yeah, bought but- all those fucking sparkly necklaces. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have to. He tries uh, to play it a little bit coy, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, I'll have to run it by Susan, but yeah, put my name down. <laughs> yeah, not be a problem at all. So she's currently, yeah, she's currently in favour with everyone else. Uh, but then, so Jane has, she's got everybody on board for this to try and help save the school here. She's doing everything she can. She's looking through for fucking files left, right and centre. But then she has an altercation with a parent at school. So... This then this bleeds into the next storyline here, which is that those two people who signed up are JJ and Dex. They've signed up to the new school because they live here now. They've only moved in literally three days ago. Yeah, and they're like, "We're on our holiday." So they're in, so they're in holiday in school term time. Then is that when? I don't that's know. Not, it doesn't that's make not, any sense because that's it, not allowed. I would get a fine if I do that. Trust me. Sudden, all of a sudden, they're going back to school. Nell's going back to school. They're all going back to school. So I don't know if like I was moaning the other day because people were off and and shit like that. Maybe it was some sort of holiday. I don't know. But now, yeah, literally, they've decided like the day before that they're going to buy. They bought the house, moved in. Moved and then in. the day after. They were enrolled in the school. They've got the uniform, the fucking smart bomber jackets and everything. They're there. Um, and they've, they've rocked up to school. They've gone. Done. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, I'm massively certain that Australian uh, term times run from February to November. Is that a fact? I'm pretty sure they get a good, like, good two months off. December, January is basically off. Is there yeah, some holidays? So yeah, they've not been going to school, and then they've just started back up at school again, including Nell. It's, yeah, I don't. I, it was crap. Yeah, it was so crap. Yeah, so she's getting blackmailed by her because there's a little shit kid. I think he's called Noah Correct. in my notes here, and he's like straight away he sees JJ and Dex goes right new kids time for some bullying. That's yeah, that's, that's the rule. That's the rule at a school. You are new. I'm going to give you a little bit of shit for a bit. It's the rule. It is. And so he gives him shit about the fact that Dex has got two mums. And I think that was a bit of a shit. Like, there were so many other things he could have gone with there. Bullying is not what it used to be, I don't think. Here's the thing with this. So, the mum, or the ma. Yeah, ma, in this occasion. She, and I'm not condoning it, in the world and all that kind of stuff. She has not made it any easier for her kid. She has dropped him off. Like, she's come into school. I think they walk themselves and they're like, fuck you, we don't want it because it's embarrassing. It's our first day at a new school. If you drop us off, we're going to get a load of shit. Of course you are, it's obvious. 
And then yeah. she comes into the school, doesn't drop something off at the school office. She's like, which was what you did. What is it? Is it, is it his phone? He's forgot something. Well, no, it's his uh, it's inhaler. He's got asthma. Okay. So he's, he's forgot. His, and there you go. The school would have um, some sort of plan in place for that. Um, you can't just wander in and into a school. No. You can't do that. Um, you would have I, to. I, I can vouch for that for a fact because that happened to me once. <laughs> Jess, I can't, what, I can't remember what my fucking daughter forgot for school. But she texts me like, shit, I've got this. I need this bringing in. Can you bring it in? I went to reception. There was no one there. So I was like, fuck, what do I do? I need to get this to Jessica. I know where I found. I start, I tried to start walking in and it was like a fucking SWAT team around me trying to walk into this fucking school. You're an idiot. I know. I should not. Like, I would, you know, I wasn't doing anything. Yeah, but, but you could I can, be. I could be. True. But I wasn't thinking. So I got fucking descended on very fucking quickly. Yes. And then while I was on the floor being fucking handcuffed, I was like, Jessica in 7B needs this. <laughs> Need to train it or what? You can't do it. You can't just walk in. She gives him this inhaler just in a corridor in the middle of the school. Wouldn't happen. And even if it did happen, you fucked up your kid's school career there. It's day one and his mum's dropping him off something. You've done that. You're a dick. You should not have done that. Um, Noah, here's the thing with this as well, what Noah says. So he's been a little shit. He's a token little shit. Every school needs a little shit. We have done this podcast and we always have a bit of fun with the schooly storylines and there's always a little shit. Male or female, there's always a little shit. Um, this guy, so he's giving he's giving him shit. He's like, is that your mom? And he's like, that's Ma and that's my mom. And well, you've made it confusing. So you've you've done that to yourselves as well. Yeah. And then what he says is, and this is where I think the, I thought it was good, but it wasn't, it was like somebody who wrote the end of the episode hadn't seen the start of the episode. What <laughs> he actually said was, well, you've got two mums, that makes you twice the mummy's boy. So his point was, it wasn't like you've got two mums, same sex parents, blah, blah, blah. His point was, oh, so you're a mummy's boy because your mum's brought that in. But because you've got two, you've got it double. He wasn't being like whatever it is, homophobic, whatever, all that kind of stuff. He was giving the guy shit for his mum in being a mummy's boy. And like that's like, like, and then he said, Well, you've got two mums, so you must be twice the mummy's boy. (laughs) Which is like for a kid, that's a clever way of looking at it. He didn't just go, Way two mums. He didn't do that. But then. There's a lot of low-hanging fruit that he actually didn't touch. He didn't. Though. He did it in quite a clever way. And then it's almost like they didn't realise that, that that line was in there and they've just gone, whoa, two mums, can't say that. <laughs> that wasn't the kid's point. <laughs> so then, go on, pick it up. So so he's, he, he gets in a bit of shit, because I'm going to moan about something else in a minute. So he gets in some shit. Jane right, rightly tries to sort this out, don't you? Because you've got to yeah. sort it out. You can't have bullying in a school. Zero yeah, tolerance. Yeah, no, zero tolerance. So straight away, she gets she gets both her mums in. It's like, right, straight. Oh, but she's, again, that's helping nobody, right? Nope. First day, he's not even had a fucking lesson yet. <laughs> he's just found his locker. And this poor kid has had his mum come in going, oh, you can't breathe properly. Here's your asthma. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Which is the first, like, again, that's a bullying's not, the, not what it used to be. Like, 
I think if that had been 20 years ago, it had gone straight for that asthma and gone, yeah, you can't fucking breathe. I'm taking this. You get it back in the day. I would have had a whole episode where you can't fucking breathe. And that day would have been the cross country and he would have died. And it would have been, there's nothing came of this. They missed the trick. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, both the parents, again, he's not had a fucking lesson straight in both the parents and they're going, yeah, he's, Oh, someone, someone, someone said a mean word. She's like, right. I can't believe this has happened. Unbelievable. She's like, don't worry. I'm Jane. I'm dealing with it. I'm a strict person. Brings in the next parent and goes, three days suspended straight away. And he's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> well, this is the thing. So she does that. And the dad, it's the it's Noah's dad. Noah's dad comes in and goes, he's been a right little shit here. Eh? Um, I'm going to give him a right yeah. policy at home because that's out of order. Obviously, that's not not um, acceptable. Yeah, it's not happening again. Yeah. Really sorry. He's getting no tea, whatever. Bollocking. And Jane goes, yeah, he's out for three days. And his dad's going, whoa, 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 hang on. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I get get what Jane's trying to do. Like, homophobia is not fucking cool. And it should be... No, it's the fucking worst. And and we do not condone it on this podcast. No. Well, yeah, he hasn't done it. He's just been a... Yeah, he's he's just been a bit of a dick to this guy and gone... And come up with what, you know, potentially a, a fairly, fairly funny play on this. Well, here's the thing. I think the dad says, well, it's a bit harsh or something. Yeah. And here's the thing. You you have your... You know about wine and jumpers. <laughs> I know a little bit about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And... Um, wouldn't happen. Straight away, <laughs> wouldn't happen. Absolutely wouldn't happen. not. You would not get th- you would not get three days suspension for that. It is hard to suspend a kid. I know this. I fucking tried. You <laughs> you cannot just suspend a kid. There's like first of all, there's warnings that you have to do. Like the kid's been a little shit. Give him a bollocking. He misses whatever something. Yeah. You put him in isolation first because technically you're now depriving that kid of uh, education so you can't kick him out of school so you have to let him do his lessons in maybe isolation in school maybe for an, the rest of that day you spend the rest of that day in isolation finish your lessons you're a little shit don't do it again hmm. next step up from that persistent stuff really bad stuff he might have a day out of school there is no way that straight away you're getting a three-day suspension. It's not that easy, and it wouldn't fucking happen. It's a shit decision, um, and the head, the the dad, which is quite within his rights, because we find out something in a minute. Which mm-hmm. again, so you like that's ridiculous. It's coming back the other way, even more ridiculous. It's like they're not based this in any kind of reality whatsoever. Um, so the dad's pissed off, and he's like, "Fuck you." Do you want to say what? Do, have you made notes on what the fuck yeah, you is? He's, so he's emailed Jane later on in the day and gone, you've been, re- I want you to reconsider this. Uh, and if you don't, I'm going to take little shit from the school. And I've spoke to about seven other parents, which is about 85% of your intake at the school. <laughs> yeah. And they're also prepared to go to West Waratah, yeah. I believe, is the, is the rival school. Uh, they're also prepared to go there. Wouldn't happen. Can't do that. You wouldn't be able to just walk out for that reason. (laughs) And certainly, you wouldn't have a fucking mass exodus of these fucking kids leaving. Also, West Waratah, if they're full, which by all accounts they are, because that's the reason they're not getting shut down. Like, that's the reason they're not getting shut down. They've got too many enrolments, which means they're, like, full or something. 
well, that means you can't take on eight new kids then. So it wouldn't happen. <laughs> Absolute bullshit makes no sense. But they, yeah, th- this is the big kind of cliffhanger for the week as well. Is like, Jane's like, I'm being blackmailed here. Kind of. And then her mate is like, yeah, you kind of are really. And they're like, dun, dun, dun. That's the end. What are we uh, going to do with this? This is the thing though. This is why I don't like this. Like, I don't like this storyline now because it's so shit and none of it would happen. It's so, uh, it's so been done by people who, and I'm not one of them who's like, oh, it's got to be exactly like real life. I'm really not. But yeah, when, we're very happy to suspend our disbelief. Very much so. But it's just stuff like, well, that just wouldn't work. So, no. Um, James and again, helped himself. It made no sense. No. They've overreacted. It makes no sense. Where's this going? Are they going to shut the school down? Because they've just bought all these brand new Letterman jackets. Like, you can't. The nice jackets. I'm surprised you're not yeah. putting one right again, now. At no point has Jane gone, actually, yeah, maybe. Do you know what? Let me think about it over the weekend. I'll reconsider my decision. Let's let's meet again on Monday. I'll reconsider mm-hmm. my decision. Because yeah. maybe all of us have had time to think about what's I happened think, and what's yeah. said. And Get maybe... to write an apology. It's that first. Write an apology. <laughs> Even if you don't mean it, mean it. Write an apology for that kid. Yeah. 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 And Jane, Jane's just adamant that. She's like, nope, I'm in the right here. I've done the right thing. She's. And... I... This might be controversial as well to the neighbor's universe. Is Jane that likable? I don't know. I don't she's think so. With Guy Pierce, yeah, she's she, she's she ruined the raise. She ruined that time in England really? with Guy Pierce for an afternoon. Absolutely ruined it. And uh, yeah, she's come back. She's left him. They've just got engaged, yep. and she's gone. Yeah, I'm going home because because of work. That's just she's she's had to break it. She's let him get fired from she that. Fired she fired him, basically, yeah. I don't then, like yeah. him, mate. Then she's, yeah, then she's fucked over to Ray's as she's well. She's fucked over to Ray's. She's made bad decisions here. She's trying to get everyone on her side against to raise. No, why should they be? I'm just not a fan of her at the moment. I don't understand. No. And then, like, her previous as well, like, <laughs> like with Byron first time around, in the finale, she was like, Byron, you need to give up the whoring. And he's yeah. like, no, I make loads of good money and I like doing it. And she's like, well, fuck you then. You can't live here anymore. And apparently she was a dick to Nicolette. Yeah, so she was. We found that out. Byron says, oh, I was always the golden boy and Nicolette got a load of shit from his mum. She's a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. I cannot warm to Jane at all. No. Uh, yeah, and yeah, there's literally no written that. And at this point, you're like, what's wrong with Kai Pierce? Why does he like her so much? Why, after 30 fucking years, has he decided to show up and what he wants to marry her? No wonder he drives off a fucking cliff. <laughs> I have not warmed to Jane. You know who I have warmed to? Go on. And this isn't a new person. Um, But they are kind of new because they didn't get a fair crack in the uh, finale and the, and, and the tail end. And I'm not just saying this because she likes... She liked my post about um, Andy Rod- Rodwell being a fucking stripper. <laughs> um, Wendy Rodwell is fucking great value on this show. And I thought I thought it was going to wind me up because she was a bit ditzy and a bit silly and I was going to go, oh, fucking hell. She's, she is the bright... She's the comic co- comedic relief to a certain degree. She is yeah. 
the fun on Neighbours. And you said it last week. You said Neighbours does things well when it's when it takes the piss a little bit. And it's a bit fun and a bit silly and things like that. And that is a key part of Neighbours. And at the minute, I think she's the only character who is provided. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say I think she's the I think she's the fun character on the show at the moment. She is the fun character. I'm also gonna say as well, she's possibly the most realistic character as well. How so? What do you mean? Because I love how Wendy has got this really petty vindictiveness to her. Yeah, <laughs> yes. She really has. Because we all want to think we're gonna be the bigger person. We all like to paint ourselves in that light. And if we were in this, like the thing with JJ and Dex, like we'd like to think in that situation, we'd be the bigger person and walk it off and whatever. You rise but above the honest, hate, don't you? You'd rise above the hate. But to be honest, I'd have just fucking decked the con. Yes. And I'm a bit mad that JJ didn't, to be honest. He's the, the bigger brother. He's the older brother in this situation. And that, that old kid, he was little as well. Exactly. You could have took him easily. Easy. And that should always be a rule. You show up to a new school or a new job on the first day, you spark out the biggest cunt in the room. Yeah. And you just, you lay a fucking, you lay down that marker for yeah. everybody else. I'm a bit annoyed that JJ didn't do that. But Wendy is fucking spoiling for a fight here. Here's and, the thing as well. And so she fucking should be as well. Yeah. And like, this is going to, this this might get me in trouble. <laughs> You've said this so you many fucking times. I know a lot of women like that. <laughs> who will go well did you see what she looked at? it's like she looked at me did you see what she looked and like I think Sadie's like it's fine she didn't look at your funny she just looked over and Wendy's like she called me a bitch she did she fucking <laughs> looked at me funny yeah no no I, I, I will back you 100% on that one Adam as well other it's people funny. it's good and like you said yeah. it's quite realistic she didn't get a chance to apologise for the watch thing she was ready to do that and they said she fuck was. you so now it's on Shit's yeah. on now, bitches. Now it's fucking on. And yeah, like when you have got a bit of a personal vendetta or a bit of beef with someone, you are going to read into things more. And of course, Wendy's going to read into more things. And of course, Sadie's going to go, no, no, no. She just looks at you like normal. She's like, no, she fucking didn't. She fucking didn't. I, and think, it, I do think Wendy is too young to be Sadie's mum. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would probably say that as well. Because Wendy but... was sat, I think they were sat at the bar or something, and Wendy was like, look at you. Oh, she wanted us to go and be secret agent and take pictures yeah. of the fucking CV. What a ridiculous scheme. And Sadie was like, don't think that's the best idea. And she was like, no, you can sneak in. It's such a ridiculous scheme. And when, when they were chatting, it was like Sadie had, was like almost like a, a sister who was like, chill out a little bit. This is getting a bit silly now. <laughs> but she does it she goes in she takes Abby into because Abby's yeah. Leo's daughter and saves yeah. the childminder apparently I don't know um, so she's doing that and she does it she takes the pictures of this because Wendy thinks Wendy finds some wire in the back of Cara's truck that she discovers was from a job on a stadium and she wants to know if Cara has put this job of the stadium on her CV to pop. And if she has not done this, that means Cara's a bullshitting scammer. And if she has, Wendy might have to let it go. Turns out it's not on the CV because Sadie sneaks in, takes pictures um, when she's with Abby, 
Mm-hmm. She shows Wendy the pictures. Wendy discovers the jobs not on the CV. She discovers the name the Linwell Brothers. Oh, I am now so shit funny. is about to go down. I am so excited. I'm so excited to meet the Linwell Brothers. Well, I I'm I was excited to meet the Linwell Brothers anyway. But now it seems like Wendy might call them and get involved oh, with them. Oh no, I am. In a week or two, I am so excited for a potential like scene where Wendy goes out into the fucking into the middle of fucking whoop whoop in this dodgy fucking back alley, meets the Linwell brothers with a fucking with a brown bag with some cash in and go and and, and absolutely fucking bungles this secret meeting. It's gonna be I'm so excited for that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well then I'm so, I'm like complaining about the school thing and saying it's not realistic. This isn't particularly realistic, but it's fun. It's fun and it does have that little bit again, like it's not these reactions that Wendy are having are not completely unrealistic. They're fairly normal day-to-day things. If you don't fucking like someone, you are gonna find every fucking fault in it, yeah. read everything into it. And Wendy and again, she's just that perfect level of vindictiveness and pettiness that yeah. that we all kind of are really. We we all kind of are that person. She's yeah, so she's looking at the C V. Uh, she's digging into the lake, well, bros. And to be fair, Carver doesn't fucking help herself here. She fits a light and it fucking falls down within right. minutes. So, yeah, this is horrendous. So she does fit the light. It does fall and there's nobody sat on that table, but it would have killed would them have... if they had been. Oh, yeah, yeah, it would have absolutely. So if not... What... If not killed, brain dead. (laughs) (laughs) So Wendy quite rightly calls her on this. She's like, fucking hell, that's horrendous. She hasn't made this up. This isn't pettiness. She can seize it. Yeah, it's right there. And Kara's like, yeah, it was fine when I left it. So fuck you. Yeah, like, I don't get where this confidence is coming from. It's your first day on the job. You fit a light fitting and it's fucking falling down. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my god, shit, I'm gonna lose my job over yeah. here. And any normal person she would have just been fucks that off. She goes, not my problem. Is that five o'clock? Off for a pint. See you later. This is this is the problem. We're saying we like Wendy. I don't mind Byron at the moment. I think I think he's alright. Quite like Holly in some ways, but I think a lot of people on this show at the moment have got a lot of fucking work to do if they want me to like them. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that's what they're all thinking. Because they all <laughs> listen to this. I'm not talking about the actors. I'm talking about the characters. The characters at the moment, I reckon there's probably 70% of this show that I think are dicks. <laughs> so, sort it out. You want it, like, 70% is, is too much. 51% or 50.8 is probably <laughs> is probably enough. <laughs> yeah so full, fully in on this and Wendy she declares to Jane she says listen you're not the only one going to fucking war here can't right I'm going to give you some homework okay go on it's one of them where I want a jingle from you okay I want a Wendy war jingle for next time Wendy war jingle yes what is it good yeah. for absolutely nothing but we're here for a it one, a Wendy war jingle will happen
So, Nell. Scheming. Nell or Mel. Nell or Mel. <sighs> a bit confusing, isn't it, really? So, Nell. This, Nell Rebecca. Yeah. Uh, she, I think she, she's Rebecca, right? Yeah, she must know. be. She must be. Yeah, she must be. The scheming, conniving Nell Rebecca. She is finally caught after weeks and weeks of cunning <laughs> plans. There's been at least three been... episodes we've been doing this yeah. storyline for. This storyline's been going on way too long. Yeah. Let's fucking cut its knees under from it. Uh, she finally caught because she found that pig. It was a spare pig knocking around because yeah. Mel loved pigs. Yeah. That was her main character trait is that she loved pigs. She had the laugh. And she had the laugh. Oh, yeah, she did have the laugh pig as well. Uh, so it gets returned to sender, which I don't think... I didn't think it was the thing anymore. I didn't know if a return to sender was a thing. I just thought, if you got something, some pose you didn't want, you just bend it. I mean, you can send stuff back. Here's the thing. What's the point? A lot of things with this. So, she, I don't understand why she sends this back without yeah. opening it or something. It doesn't make sense. I mean, it was very obviously, it was a pig. It was pig-shaped. Yeah. In pig wrapping and paper. People have kicked off online about how badly wrapped it was and how th- how that definitely wouldn't have fucking survived because it was fucking made of China. <laughs> well, how was that? It didn't have any bubble wrap on it. Wasn't layered up or anything. It was literally just a, a China pig that's been sent from fucking wherever. And you know what it's like. Things are getting chucked in backs of vans or over fences. People are oh, leaving mate, shit in got- bins. I've got so much beef with Amazon at the moment, honestly. I know they've they've resurrected neighbors. Thank you very much, Jeffrey. Cheers. But can you stop just fucking throwing my stuff in the bin rather and rather than knocking on the door? Can you just like I'm in, I've like because with Amazon Prime, you can pick a specific day to have stuff delivered. You can have it delivered next day if you want, that's great. But you can just go, actually, can you deliver it next Wednesday? Because that's when I'll be in. Yeah. That'd be great. Especially when it's the wife's birthday coming up and you're trying to be strategic about these things. Can you just stop fucking putting stuff in the bin whenever you fucking want and letting the wife find it and go, is this a present for me? Thank you. I had to deliver it. This is a, well, probably a couple of months back now. Um, and I wasn't in at the time. Um, and I had said, I'll oh, just leave it in, leave it behind the bin or whatever. Just leave it. Um, safe, safe place. A bit like this podcast. This podcast is safe place. Um, <laughs> so gets the get an email through. Um, your package has been delivered. It's like fucking brilliant, nice one. Uh, here's a picture of it. So look at look at the picture. I was like, well, that's not my house. <laughs> and that's not me. Straight away, it was like it was a picture of my parcel. Um, just like next to this skip, <laughs> and I was like, "Nah, no, nah, that's not it." Um, but then what you could do, like they tagged the parcel, they tagged like where it was, and I was like, "Yeah, that's not my house." So I went on a bit of a scavenger hunt, and when I was a kid, I bloody loved a scavenger hunt and a little walk around and all that. I remember being in kids' clubs in fucking Menorca and going on a scavenger hunt, find a, a pair of green flip-flops, and you had to go and find someone with a pair. This is what this was. It was a bit like Pokemon Go or something. So I had it on my phone, and I'm following it. I'm, I'm looking, like, going round around near, It wasn't a million miles away, to be fair, but some of the some of the streets near me, it's a bit maze-like, and there's back streets and alleys and all kinds of stuff. you got to be careful. And I found it in the end. It was just, in, like, by this skip. 
And I'm, I was just looking around thinking, has anybody watched any of this? I've just been on this like trip around what is called something like geocasting or something. It's a bit like orienteering where you get like a point in a park and you can kind of follow it. And it's like a fun thing to do. This wasn't fun because I had about £150 worth of stuff in this parcel that they just fucking chucked. They'd actually chucked it over someone's back fence where there was a skip ridiculous behavior so there is no way this fucking china pig would have made it to fucking anson's corner west waratah or fucking timbuktu without cracking then we found out it didn't last very long in toady's living room without cracking either because straight <laughs> as soon as he get it out of the fucking package nell chucked it on the floor straight i know because she was trying to conceal the letter you know what that she'd put in there you know what what so we are going to talk about this but I would be remiss if I didn't hark back to last the last podcast because that involved some deliveries as well. So I think the time has come. Before I forget, and I don't want to do this after the podcast, I think I want to know and the people want to know, did you sell your shit last week? Oh, in <laughs> of course, because there was a live update. Uh, so it totaled, by the way, so I finished the podcast and... Went and had my dinner, etc. And then I went to bed because I was in work early next morning. I woke up to another 172 fucking messages. Shut up for that fucking bookcase thing. For that bookcase. Uh, I'm still getting met. So I was like, fuck this. I deleted the posting straight away. Did you not read these? some of these posts? Did you Did you, did you have a look through them? No. Or did you just it, it, I just sat I could not. There was one guy messaging me letter by letter. So every message was W-H-E. Uh, I was like, I can't be fucking dealing with this. So I just deleted the list and sh- all, straight away. I was like, I can't be dealing with this. I'm still getting messages now. Even though the listing has been deleted, people still message me going, is this still available? And I'm like, what is still available? And they're going, <laughs> give me the fucking... <laughs> give me the fucking Kallax. Uh But in typical neighbor's fashion, I did just sell it to a girl at work. Shrug, sorted it. Shrug, sorted it. She's picking it up on Sunday. Cash in hand, fucking fantastic. Did you get the price you wanted for it? Uh, I did a bit of a mate's rate. I was I was like, listen, I'm fucking desperate to get rid of yeah. this shit. I've had 172 messages. There's some cunt messaging me letter by letter here. <laughs> Can you just fucking take it off my hands? And she went, yeah, not a problem. I'll be around on Sunday. There, so you, there go. you go. So there we go. That's a nice little conclusion for everybody. Uh, What's I the conclusion remember. for this fucking pig then? Uh, so yeah, she smashed it. And this was quite smart and Nell, to be fair. Like, she was thinking on her feet here because she sent this with a letter going... Tony misses you, fucking come back. So she smashes it. Oh, shit, I dropped it. I'm clumsy, whatever. And she tries to grab the letter out of it. But she's not quite slick enough about it's it. And Tony goes, oh, yeah, 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 fucking wait a minute here. What was that you just grabbed out of it? She's like, what? She's like, what's fucking, give me that that letter that was in there. We've all and seen the letter now. We've all seen the letter. She, and for as conniving as Nell is, her poker face is fucking dog shit. Because she just starts crying straight away. Straight away, and nothing says you're more guilty than crying straight away. True. Uh, so he reads the letter and realizes that Nell has been Machiavellian this the whole She's been time. Scheming, Angie. Therese tries to help her here a little bit, I think, which is quite nice to be fair. No, I got no? this annoyed me. This really annoyed me. This Go on. straight. They've been married three weeks. She's already fucking keeping secrets from him. It's so bad that. Like, at no point, this would have been solved if Teresa had gone to Toadie and gone, listen, Nell's 
trying to get Mel back because she doesn't like me and she likes Mel. Yeah. Uh, just FYI, just so you know what you're dealing with. But she fucking doesn't. She lets this spiral out of control and then fucking tries to stick up for her as well. And then when Toddy goes, did you know? She goes, uh, kind of, but kind of not. And just and just fucking spiraling lies on top of one another. You don't like the lies, do you? You want, you want honesty in a relationship. I get, they've been married three fucking weeks and she's already fucking True. digging, digging yeah. holes for herself here. Fair point. And and then Toadie has to do... And then Toadie's left to clear all this up. Toadie's the one going, oh, fucking hell, well, I need to tell these kids now that fucking Mel hated them. But why Even didn't he they... tell them that in the fucking first place? I mean, he could... Like, I can get Toadie's point of view. He's like, listen, she's left this note saying, listen, fucking hate your kids. See you later, dickhead. Uh, P.S. Your foot rubs are shit. Wow. <laughs> and so I can see why Toadie's gone. I'm not going to tell the kids that because that's a bit hard. Because Hugo's like, is it something I've done? I messed around in a van once. Was it that? Is that why she doesn't love us anymore? Because kids do think that. And, I mean, kids are stupid for what, that. But Yeah, they are. What do you, <laughs> so, here's the thing. We left the finale and it was all rosy. They got married. She was happy. She'd been with him for a little while. I don't know how long. Um, but they were doing a bit for a while. Uh, she was doing the whole stepmom kind of thing. She, it was all happening. What do you think has shifted it the other way? I don't know. Do you think we'll find out? I feel like we will. Yeah, we will find out. Like, it's obviously Mel is coming back. I read like, online. Why? Sorry, I've said that a few times in this episode. You I'm doing it. some re- like, I've, I'm, I'm involved. On the socials now, mate. I, I, I'll read what people put in that. It sounds like there's going to be a flashback week. What? From what I've read, and this could be bullshit, there's going to be a bit of the, like there was the picture of Therese and Paul on their wedding day, like as if they were about to get married. Ah. And people are putting on, oh, yeah, I can't wait for the flashback week where we get some answers to why this happened and what Mel did or what happened there. So, the only thing that I will always sign up for, and it's not Neighbours, it is fucking time travel. Time travel (laughs) is my favourite thing that there is. So if there is a flashback time travelling, we have to go back JK episode, I can't, I'm I'm in, all in. Uh, If if that's true, we get a time, time travel week will happen. And that would be pretty good. We could probably get get some guests for that, right? Oh yeah, definitely. We'll just well, what we'll do? We'll go back and get them in the past. What if we What if we got someone who used to be on this podcast <laughs> and we got them back? Oh shit! You mean Marissa, right? Yeah, she's great. <laughs> do I talk about one more thing? So. People have arrived to Neighbours. People have turned up to Ramsey Street. It's a new chapter. One chapter, I don't know if it's the whole book, is ending. Do you want to talk about this? Ah, and you say book because this person is very fond of a book. Who could we be talking about? It's Harold. It's obviously Harold. (laughs) He's a fucking show legend. Show legend Harold. He fucking did the goods for us last week. Thank you very much, Harold, for taking down just being you yeah, and taking down Irene Roberts for us. <laughs> so yeah, Harold, he's, he's fine. 
There's nothing wrong with him. There's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with, him. with him. He's fucking fine. He sorted the pills out. He's going on his holidays. He's calling it a day. See you later, dickheads. <laughs> and now, like, you've... I've been reading online. You've said that. I, this is the one thing I read online this week. I did, I did venture onto Twitter and read about this. There was a lot of people echoing, echoing our thoughts here saying, what was Do you know what? We thought we were going to get a dementia storyline that yeah. was going to be this really powerful sad ending to a great character yeah and turns out he's just on a fucking train journey now instead and he's absolutely fine he's, he's just going on all day he's he's sorted he's fine carl's a bit like oh i probably should have seen that everyone's like well yeah you're a doctor um yeah, doctor. he's like getting his new job now don't give a fuck <laughs> Harold, did i tell you i'm getting paid double now and i'd have to do fuck all piss easy brilliant um it's just done and we've only had yeah. we've had four weeks He's been back for four weeks. I'm going to ask you one more question after this. Um, but he's been on for four weeks, and Harold was, a bit, like we said last time, he was a big part of the promos. He's done. He's, he's, he's over. I honestly, honestly, again, I don't think, I would not be surprised if we don't get another scene with him. Well, I was going to ask you this. This isn't the question I was going to ask. This is a question I've just thought of. Like, did, I think he's gone. I think he's gone, yeah. Like, he's at, He's at Carl and Susan's. He's like, oh, I'm going to go on the trains again and yeah. have a look. I'm going to go with this and do that. And then Susan's like, great. And then the scene just ends. Even Peyton pointed this out. Peyton was working from home that day when I was watching it. And she's like, that scene ended really fucking abruptly. Right. Is is that it? Is he done now? And they've just gone, yep, yeah, see you later. What? It was like, it was five to five and they've gone, listen, it's his last day here. Should, should we just fucking wrap this up? And they've gone, yeah, okay, brilliant. He's off on a train, see you later. We've joked in the past about other characters who didn't maybe get a send-off, who maybe are either, not killed off camera, but like kind of who's booked that day and those people come to their farewell party and things like that. Never forget Kate and Nick, things like that. Stuff like, I get that, and people don't work every day, but this, Harold is arguably one of the biggest characters to ever be on the show, show legend. Mm-hmm. And this is it. He is, he isn't like dying or really ill or whatever. He's, he's living, he's going off to live his best life. He's going on these train journeys and nobody comes to say bye. No, he doesn't have a party or a big balloon that explodes confetti everywhere. He gets fuck all. And the one person he actually sees before he goes is has new. Yeah. Is has. And this, I did this was weird as well. So he's like, oh, I just, you know, doing a great job with the cafe, carrying on the name. Well done. Fantastic. Wanted to give you a little picture. Puts this picture up. It's him and Lou. Has has never met Lou. Like, why would you go into someone's cafe and go, it's a picture of me and some cunt you never met? Yeah. It may, he's wearing a funny hat. It's, and has is and has is like teared up about this. It's fucking yeah. weird. It was funny. It was like for Rose, it was like, oh, there's Lou. Fucking love Lou. Yeah, Lou's great. It means nothing to anybody else. Yeah, and especially to fucking Haz has gone, why is this fucking... Listen, I've got fucking dog hair coming out my fucking ear. Just... <laughs> why the fuck have you just put a picture of a random man in a funny hat? It was... It, it it was weird. And it was also annoying that they didn't play, like, the little tubey music for Lou as well. Like, the little comedy tubey music, like, with the little yeah, clarinet. I know, I know what you mean. That, that classic Lou and Harold well, taking all, the... For a second, I thought... Is he going to ring Lou? Lou's going to come back for a couple of weeks and then they're going on the trip together or something. Brilliant stuff. Yeah, there was... 
it, if what I fear is true is that Harold is just now gone, it, it like he, like I know Tom Oliver, the actor who plays Luke Carpenter, is retired, and that's yeah, crazy. of course. But he's like, no, I'm retired. I don't want to come back. Hmm. Like you could have just you could have just gone, oh yeah, lose here in the tax. Like you could have done a little send off. You could yeah. have had a little nod and a wink. And I. That would be a spin-off show I would watch. If it's oh. Harold and Lou doing some sort of travel man, just or just a documentary, spoof documentary of them going round Australia, I would watch that. Yeah, I would. It'd be fantastic. I would, pay, that. I would pay so much money to watch that. But yeah, it just seems like he's off. Yeah. It's a very abrupt end for Harold. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see him until they decide they want to... I don't know. They'll have a special occasion until at some gets point cancelled, in the future. Yeah. Until yeah, until it's getting, until the ratings dip a little bit, and they're like, "Fuck, we need to get Harold back." Yeah, it's a shame that. It is a know. real shame. They've, they've done him dirty there, I think. So, so like I was going to say, so it's been on for. This isn't a joke. This is me generally wondering. Um, it's been on for a month. We've had it for mm. a month. It's been four weeks. We've had sixteen episodes of the new neighbors. What are your thoughts so far? What what are you thinking? Are you happy with it? Are you is there some like room for improvement? What grade are you giving it? Oh well, what grading system are you using? Because I'm, I'm using um I'm using standard school kind of grading. So it's A plus is okay. the top. I was gonna say you're okay with this, but like because it's not A plus or any of that, no, anymore. that anymore. It's nine to what it's nine to four or something. It's essentially now. they can do it, they can't. Um, so what I'm saying, A plus is top. F is obviously a fail. Where are you? Where are you landing on this one? Well, it's not. F would be way too harsh. That'd be like spending a. That'd be suspending a guy for three days for no re- for just a bit of name calling. Yeah. Uh, that'd be ridiculous. But I don't know. Does it meet expectations? Would you say? Yeah. It's not met any. I think, and I think, if we boil it down to the our crux of the problems that we've had with the program, yeah, is that it has not met any expectations of what we thought this would be. We knew there was going to be a time jump. We knew there was going to be a twist in the wedding. Yeah, that was dealt with straight away. We thought we were going to get this Harold storyline. Didn't fucking happen. We what? thought we were going to get something with Guy Pierce. Fucking get anything not with good. Guy Pierce. Didn't fucking happen. More from Misha. More f- mysterious Misha. Didn't fucking happen. In our uh, predictions, we have things blowing up and all sorts. Oh. There hasn't been anything. It's been, it's been, and again, I've read this online. Uh, some of the, the other quarrels people have had with this show as well. And I think this is, it's nice that we're not the only people doing this. There's people uh, echoing our thoughts here. And What, on jumpers uh, and things like that? Yeah. Not about the jumpers, no. Okay. I mean, if if you if you do feel that way about jumpers, let us know. Let's know about jumpers. You know where it's around the socials. Uh, that yeah, it's all been very low. There's no risk. It's low risk, hmm. completely low risk. There's nothing really happening. That I agree. And if there is a very vague threat of something, it's dealt with very quickly. There's yeah. Again, we weren't expecting explosions straight off the bat. We weren't expecting Therese to to fucking explode on the first episode. No, but I feel like we wanted a bit more, didn't we? I'm yeah. gonna give it 
Oh, it sounds harsh, and I always feel like I'm too harsh. And I don't come on to this trying to be harsh. I can't give it more than a D. Can't. Because C, C plus is pretty average. And I don't, I don't think it's has been, I don't think, maybe a C. I don't know. I'm trying to think of bits I've enjoyed, but there's not been that much. I feel like I've enjoyed our chats more than the programme, which should never be the case. I think I would give it a D as well, but I'd give it a D bliss. Get D bliss back in there. That's which, what we'd want. Which one, the real one or the pretend one? I don't know, but I'd fucking love that. Imagine if we expect, oh, fucking hell, Mel's going to show up on the front door. It opens the door, you're like, yep, this is going to be Mel. D bliss, motherfuckers. I'd fucking love that, to be fair. I'd love that. Come on, give us, neighbors, give us something to get excited about. I'm excited. Give us the flashback week. Time travel week. That sounds exciting, doesn't it? That That sounds exciting. I'm super excited for that. Please give us that. Please give us that. Please give us an explosion. Please give us a surprise return. Because that, and go on. There's other professions that have this problem as well. We're, We're quite a fan of. Uh, professional wrestling. Fucking hell. I know, we don't mention professional wrestling, but we do. One of the things that happens with that all the time is that they ruin the ex- they ruin the surprise all the time. And they've ruined all the surprises with Neighbours as well. Because yeah. they've told us exactly who's fucking coming back. They did it with the finale as well. They told us, oh yeah, Kylie and Jason's coming back. Like, they did the whole... Se- we spoke to Bethany. They did the whole secret filming thing. Keep it a fucking secret. Yeah. And then when you get in the finale, finale and you fucking, you've got that meme with Leonardo DiCaprio going, that's fucking Kylie and Jason right there. Yeah. Just keep it, it. Here's the thing. So we, we know that and we like stuff when things um, are a surprise and when things are fun. So what we will, this is me talking to the listener now. What we will try and do for you is to try and keep it fun. We will try and give you surprises. We have got things coming up. We will not tell you what they are or when they will happen. We might drop hints and things like that. Um, But if you are on your socials, probably around Sunday breakfast time, you'll get another one. You'll get a surprise drop in. You will... The cornflakes will drop right out of your mouth. You'll be that surprised at what we've got in store. We are just getting started. We've told you this ever since we've come back. Thank you very much for this week. Stay tuned next week. Hopefully we'll get something that is surprising. But if not, you can you can count on us for surprises. We'll be here, surprising or not. Um, yeah. I've got a joke to finish. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. There's a surprise. Have we uh, we've got something up our sleeve? Jumper sleeves. <laughs> <laughs>